Hey there, and welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda. Shalom to all of you. I pray you all are having a wonderful and blessed start to your week. I am coming on today to share a sweet uh, word or a sweet reminder from our Abba, from our Father. And um, he actually gave me this word yesterday, last night. But, you know, I had was, uh, you know, we were keeping Sabbath and stuff like that and uh, spending time with loved ones and things like that. And I said, I will do it tomorrow. So, um, yeah, really sweet word slash reminder. And what I love about this is that it was a reminder for me too, because in one of my very first episodes of the podcast, when I talked about the differences between a set-apart marriage and a secular one, um, I didn't mention that because what Yahuwah is saying, he's saying that your marriage is not only from him and it's for him, but it's also um, royalty is, is the word that came to me, royalty. And I know that that's a word that we don't hear very much in our culture, Um, because we don't have kings and queens and things like that. Um, You know, we hear that like, you know, places like, or countries like England and stuff like that, but not here in America. And so um, he's saying that your marriage is royalty. It's, It's royalty. And that's really special. And so because it's royalty, he's saying that your wife is your queen and your husband is your king. So I'm going to do two episodes. The first episode is going to be for men, and then the second episode is going to be for women, okay? So that's how I'm going to break it down. So he's saying that set-apart unions, the the unions, the marriages that are from him, that are ordained by him, are royalty, okay? So this episode, I'm going to start with the men, the husbands, or husbands-to-be again. It doesn't matter what season you're in, whether you're so single and not in marriage yet, or you are already in your marriage, your yacht ordained marriage or set apart marriage, okay? Um, it doesn't matter what season you're in, this word is for you, okay? So first, I want to explain why Yahuwah is saying that your marriage is considered royalty, okay? I'm going to go ahead and explain why. So uh, a few episodes ago, I did an episode called Set Apart, and I explained what being set apart really means. And one of the things that I talked about was, you know, when you are walking in truth, when you are, when Yahuwah has brought you out of Babylon, the world, when he has brought you out of man-made religions, false doctrines, and all these things, you become set apart. And then when you become um, a child, right, of, of, of the Most High, you are crossing over spiritually, right? You're born a Gentile, but you're crossing over spiritually into Israel, okay? And we all know that Israel are the chosen ones of Yahuwah, okay? And for those of you that aren't familiar with it, it's in the Torah, it's in Genesis, but um, the foundation of Israel started with Abraham, but actually began... Um, well, I guess I shouldn't say began, but really formed, I guess, took formation with Jacob, Jacob, which was Abraham's grandson. Okay. So Jacob, um, Yahuwah changed Jacob's name to Yisrael. And Yisrael had 12 sons. And those 12 sons are the foundation of Yisrael. Okay. Um, so out of those 12 sons, and um, you actually read this more in detail in the book of, I can't remember if it was Jubilees or Jashar, 
Um, and it might have been the Testaments too. I can't remember. But um, anyways, it's separate from the Bible. But it talks about how, so two of 12 sons, Judah and Levi. So Judah is the kingly line. Okay, Yahuwah Yahuwah said that kings would come from the tribe of Judah. Levi is the priestly line, the priesthood. So priests would come from the tribe of Levi. And we see this throughout the Torah. Aaron was uh, a priest and he came from, uh, I believe he came from the tribe of Levi. Uh, People like King David um, was from the tribe of Judah. And of course, our Messiah, Yahusha, is from the tribe of Judah. He comes from that lineage, okay? So because of that, and and because when you are set apart, you cross over, right? You you graft into Israel, okay? You're walking in truth. You're, you're keeping and guarding the Torah and all these things. Yahuwah is saying, if I have marriage for you, it's not only from me and for me, but it is a marriage of royalty, okay? It is a marriage of royalty simply because of what we see with Judah and Levi. So it's, it's royalty, it's uh, and it also has uh, priesthood in it as well because Yahusha was both of those, you know? Um, and of course, Yahuwah, right, is king of kings, okay? So, all right. So now that I explained that, so men, the message for you is your wife, your Yah-ordained wife is your queen, and she's also a Proverbs 31 woman. Now, I'm going to say this before I start, because I know that everybody's going to say it's impossible to follow these things to the T. Nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Yada, yada, yada. Yes, I agree. Okay. Your wife won't always be a Proverbs 31 woman. She will make mistakes. Okay. Why? Because we're all human. We're all in our flesh sometimes and we will fall sometimes, okay? But the thing is, is that your wife that Yahuwah is giving you or has given to you, well, really, even if you're single, he's already given you this person because I said, and I've said this quite a few times in different episodes, you are already married to your spouse in the spirit, okay? In Yahuwah's eyes, the two of you are husband and wife. Even if you're a million miles away from each other, even if you're separated right now, even if that person is with somebody else, remember, counterfeit, okay? That is your spouse, which is why any relationship outside of the one Yah ordains is considered fornication and adultery because it's not your spouse. Okay. The person you're with is not your spouse. But even when you're in that situation, okay, in Yahuwah's eyes, you two are husband and wife. Okay. You're already husband and wife. You've already been ordained that, called that. It just needs, for those of you that are single or separated, it just needs to happen in the physical. The two of you need to come together physically. Okay. Um, so anyways, what he is saying is, is that the wife that he has ordained and has, is giving to you or, um, has given you is your queen. She is your queen. Okay. And she is also a Proverbs 31 woman. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and open up the scriptures and I'm going to read Proverbs 31. I'm going to read the whole, well, actually I'm going to start a certain verse. I'm going to say the whole chapter, but just bear with me while I turn there. And men, um, you know, after you hear this episode, you know, please read this chapter and pray about it, you know, especially if you aren't with your wife yet, okay? Pray about it, um, whether you know who she is or you do know who she is. 
pray this over her, okay? And give thanks to Yahuwah for, for giving you such a precious gift, okay? Because it's absolutely a gift from him. It's an absolute blessing. And not everybody gets this, okay? Not everybody gets this, okay? So I am going to start with verse 10. So Proverbs chapter 31, and I'm going to start at verse 10. And it reads, oh, and I'm reading from the Nazarene version, okay? It reads, who does find a capable wife? Or it says Asha, which is Hebrew for woman, but I'll say wife. For she is worth far more than rubies. The heart of her husband shall trust her, and he has no lack of gain. She shall do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She shall seek wool and flax, and with delight she works with her hands. She shall be as the ships of Tarshish, and she brings in her food from afar. She also rises while it is still night or dark, and provides food for her household and a portion for her girls or her servants. She she shall consider a field and buy it. From her profits she shall plant a vineyard. She shall gird herself with strength and strengthen her arms. She shall taste when her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out by night. She holds the stick of raw wool and her hand holds the spindle. She shall extend her hand to the poor and she shall reach out her hands to the needy. She's not afraid of the snow for her house, for her household is dressed in scarlet. She shall make tapestry for herself. She is dressed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She shall make fine linen and sell them, and she shall give girdles for the merchants. Strength and splendor are her garments, and she rejoices in time to come. She shall open her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the Torah of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children shall rise up and call her blessed, her husband too, and he praises her. Many daughters have done nobly, but you have risen above them all. Loveliness is deceptive and prettiness is vain. A woman who fears Yahuwah is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. All right. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. All right. So I love this chapter. And this is something that I studied a lot throughout my walk because I wanted to be a Proverbs 31 woman. I wanted to be this wife. Excuse me. I wanted to be this wife and I wanted to be this mother. And you know what? Yahuwah has done a great work in me and I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Okay, so I just want to break this down a little bit and explain it to you men for those of you who maybe, you know, um, not quite sure what all of that means. So basically what it's saying is a Proverbs 31 woman. So the wife that Yahuwah is blessing you with or has blessed you with, okay, first off, she's not lazy, okay? She does what needs to be done in the home, okay? She um, looks after the home. She, she keeps it up. She takes care of it. If there are children, she is nurturing these children. She's training them up in the way that they should go. She is very loving and nurturing to both children and to you. And to, and to you as the husband, okay? Um, with her mouth, you know, she speaks kind things, right? She's, she's calm. She's not going to be really mouthy or disrespectful, disrespectful with her mouth, okay? She'll be loving and kind. And even if she's at a point of frustration or there's an argument taking place, she'll never cross the line of disrespecting you by her words, okay? She's going to be very... Um, 
I think there's scripture in Peter in Kepha, um, where he talks about, um, you know, uh, meekness and quietness and things like that about a woman that that really presents beauty, you know, um, and she's going to be a hard worker. You know, if, if she's home, which again, as I've explained, if you have a family and a home, that's where women should be. They should not be working out in Babylon. Um, she, that is her job. Okay. She's working with her hands constantly. Like I said, she's keeping up the home. She's preparing meals. She's making things. She's help homeschooling the children, you know, things like that. And, and even for some women could make things like, for example, I crochet. Um, and I love to crochet like whatever I can, I can crochet almost anything. And I would love to to sell it one day or give it to people that are in need, you know? So it's talking about stuff like that too, you know? Um, she makes sure that her family has everything they need. Okay. She makes sure that you, as the husband, you have everything that you need, right? Um, you know, for example, if, if, uh, maybe finances are a little bit tight right now, but you have an eight, nine hour shift ahead of you, she'll get up in the morning, either before you or with you, as you get ready, she'll make sure that you have breakfast if you want to eat breakfast, and then she'll make you a lunch, for example, so that you have something to eat when you go on lunch, when you're at work, especially if you can't go home for some people, they might work, uh, a long distance from home. You can't go home. Uh, some people too, depending if they only have 30 minutes or they have an hour, you know what I mean? So just those kinds of things. She makes sure your clothes are washed, you know, good to go. You have what you need. You know, if you need to talk, she's available. She's there for you to listen to you, to hear you, to comfort you, to hold you, um, to offer advice. If you're asking for advice, you know, she's there for you, no matter how exhausted she is, she will do her best to be there. And like I said, we're not always going to be perfect at doing this. You know, we're not always going to get it right. But for those that truly Yahuwah has created in them this kind of heart, and they know who they are as a, as a set apart wife and mother, these are the, 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 the characteristics that your wife will have, and she will display them. She will display them. She'll also be modest. You know, she's, she'll be modest in her speech and modest in her dress. Okay. She's not going to, you know, you're not gonna have to worry about her going out in public and, you know, maybe showing too much, causing other brothers to stumble and look upon her, you know, with lust and things like that. She's modest because she's doing it out of respect and honor for you as the husband and out of respect and honor for Yahuwah. Okay. So that's another thing too. Um, so also, um, you know, she has to stay up late at night, you know, finish up things, whatever. If one of the kids are sick or even you, if you're sick, because let's face it, men, come on, y'all admit it. When y'all get sick, y'all act like, you know, little kids, <laughs> y'all act like babies, you know? Um, and, and the thing is your wife, your Proverbs 31 wife, your queen, you know, she'll be there for you to take, to take care of you, take care of your children. Okay. And that's what Proverbs 31 is, is talking about. And I love how verse 10 says, who does find a capable woman for she is worth far more than rubies, you know? And I love that verse because what, what that is saying is men, if you have a woman that displays these things or most of these things, you have a gift and blessing from Yah. Okay. You have a rare find because you don't see this much anymore. 
there are too many people that are in Babylon that are in the world. There are unfortunately many women that do not possess these qualities and they're the opposite. If Yahuwah has blessed you with this, and this is the type of wife that he is giving to you or has given to you, you know, you've got a, a rare a rare find. You've got something more valuable than rubies than any jewel. That speaks volumes. And then I love verse 11. The heart of her husband shall trust her, and he has no lack of gain. This is going to be, she is going to be your everything. This is going to be your, your best friend, your lover, you know, the one that you can come to and confide in and trust. And, and that's why the a lot of the episodes I've done in my podcast ministry addressed to women that, I've, that I have, you know, ministered to women and, and encouraged that, that women, um, you know, make sure that you never compromise or, um, or lose trust with your husbands, especially if your husband has been through a lot, you know? So men, I, you know, I understand it's hard to open up when you've been hurt or, or treated a certain way. So, you know, but your wife, your yacht ordained wife is going to be there for you. She's going to listen to you. She's going to do what she can for you. She's going to be that shoulder to cry on. Um, you're going to be able to tell her, you know, everything, you know, share with her everything. She's not going to judge you. She's not going to, you know, make fun of you or anything like that. You can trust her with everything, with your heart, with your life. Okay. That's what this verse is saying as well, because then it goes on to say, she shall do him good and not evil all the days of her life or of, of your life. You know, so she's she's not out to harm you. Like I have sadly seen some couples resort to where they literally try to hurt one another, not physically, but and, and it can be physically, but in a way of like trying to hurt their feelings, saying, you know, mean stuff to them or disrespectful stuff or just, you know, you know what I mean? So but this this wife, your yacht ordained wife is not going to do that. And that's what Yahuwah wants you to know. For those of you who haven't stepped into your your set-apart marriage, He wants you to know that this woman He's giving you, you're going to be able to trust her. You're going to be able to to rely on her. She's going to be there for you through thick and thin. You know, to where you're almost going to be like exactly what, what the verse 10 says. You know, how is it possible I have found someone like her? This is so rare. This is... This is far more valuable than anything I've ever had. That's how it's going to feel. And I know, I know that there are going to be people out there that are going to be like, yeah, that doesn't exist. Yes, it does. Yes, it does exist. And listen, like I said, it's not always going to be that way or it could take some time. Okay. For some of you coming together with your, with your spouse, it might not appear that way at first. But once the two of you have come together, that person is going to change because of you. Because they're going to see Yahuwah within you. They're going to see the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit within you. And they're going to see the love of the Father, the love of Abba in you. And that's what's going to help them change. And I'm feeling the Holy Spirit right now when I say this. That is what is going to help your spouse change if they're not if they're not that Proverbs 31 woman yet, or if they're not that Ephesians 5 man, which I'll I'll be doing in the next episode. 
they will become that person. And that's probably one of the main reasons why Yahuwah called you to be with this person. It's part of your assignment to help them grow, to help them become the man of, of Elohim or the woman of Elohim, okay? To help them become that person, okay? So I know that some of you will laugh and say, oh, you know, this is impossible. I've looked, it's never happened. Well, listen, probably because you did it in your own strength, you did it out of in your own timing, and you probably hooked up with somebody or fell in love with somebody that was not for you. I'm not saying that, you know, other people are not capable of being these people, but when it is not Yah's will for you, that's how it's going to present itself. It's going to present itself opposite of what I'm of what I'm telling you, what these scriptures say. Okay? Because the two of you are not meant to be together. That's why I say counterfeit. Counterfeit is not a good thing. And counterfeit, 50% of the time is from our own flesh. And the other 50% is from Satan. Okay? To trick you and to keep you from the plans and the will of Yahuwah. Okay? So... For those of you that were in previous relationships and you're like, this woman was terrible to me, you know, my heart's broken, I'll never be the same again, this and that and the next thing, because it was just that bad. Listen, and, and again, this is why I call this ministry by His grace, okay? If you have gotten out of that, you've broken free from that, you've repented, you have turned your life around, you've realigned with Yahuwah, okay? And marriage is still a part of his plans for your life. He will give you this. Because now you know. Now you're going to wait on him. Okay? And now, you know, Yahuwah is going to reward you for your obedience. And one way out of many ways that Yahuwah can reward us is with a set-apart marriage. Is with a spouse that is a queen or a king or a Proverbs 31 woman, or an Ephesians 5 man, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. Don't let, don't allow the enemy to speak those lies into your mind saying that you'll never have a healthy relationship, that you'll never have somebody that will love you enough or care for you enough, okay? And again, this this message is for men, okay? This message is for men. I'll get to the women in the next episode, Um, if you were dominated, if you were treated terribly, if you were, you know, um, misused, if you were cheated on, if you were, you know, whatever that happened in your past relationship, or even if it has to do with how you were treated by loved ones, by family members growing up, or maybe, you know, uh, kids at school, or even at your place of work, okay? I want you to know this, okay? Sadly, these things happen because we live in a fallen and corrupt world. And again, Satan is behind a lot of it. And that's what he'll want to bring into your life. But what Yahuwah wants to assure you today, if you have repented, if you have come out of Babylon, okay, you've, you've, you've turned away from those things, you, you've, you have shut off the old, the old person and now you are a renewed person and you are in Yahuwah's will for your life and you are obedient to his Torah, okay? And you're doing your best every day because that's all we can do is our best, right? We, we cannot, we absolutely cannot measure up to the um, definition of righteousness. It's just, it's, it's not really possible yet, right? But if you are doing your absolute best, 
and this is what Yahuwah has for you. And you will know this is what Yahuwah has for you because he has let you know one way or another. Okay? For some of you, maybe he hasn't yet, but he will reveal to you. He will let you know. You know, and I've talked about some of the ways that Yahuwah reveals to us those things. But he's letting you know that this is what he has for you. He has a set-apart marriage for you. Now, are there going to still be trials and challenges? Of course. A set-apart marriage does not mean that you won't still have challenges that you and your spouse will face. You will still have them because Yahusha tells us, even within the New Testament, that we will still have trials and heartbreaks and, and challenges because we live in such a broken, fallen, corrupt world. But Yahuwah will still give us these blessings. Okay? And, and he's saying to you men that are called to a set-apart marriage, and again, you will know that you're, you're called to a set-apart marriage because he has set you apart. He has anointed you with a purpose. Okay? You know, listen, I've had people ask me, how do I know that I have a huge calling on my life? One of the biggest ways you know you have a huge calling on your life is that all through your life since you were a kid, you've been attacked, you've been mistreated, you've been rejected. I've noticed that majority of Yahuwah's chosen ones are the ones that have been rejected by the world. They have been rejected by family members, they have been rejected by friends, they have been rejected by lovers. You know, they've been rejected even with jobs, okay? You've been rejected all your life. That's one of the major ways that you know that you have an anointing on your life. It, and, it, and what that means is you have a bigger target on your back. So the enemy is going to go after you even more. Remember, he's Satan's not going to waste his time with people who don't have these, these purposes or are walking in the way of the Torah and with Yahuwah. He's not going to bother with those people. He's like, oh, I've already got those people. I don't need to worry about it. No, what he's, what he's doing is he's going after those that are a threat to him. You are a threat to him when you are for Yahuwah and his kingdom and when you have been anointed with a purpose. And for some of you, you've probably gone most of your lives not even knowing what that is. I know I did. I went most of my life like completely clueless and just treated horribly. Like I didn't even come to know the father until I was 26 years old. You know, so for some of you, for most of you men, it's been the same thing for you, you know, to where you're like... You know, I don't even know, like, and all these things have happened to me. I just feel like, you know, there's nothing, you know, special about me and important about me. You know, you feel like you've wasted your life. You feel like you have nothing to show for it. Well, guess what? You are going to have something to show for it because more than likely you've been chosen by Yahuwah. And if marriage is a part of his will for you, you're going to get, you're going to be blessed with a set-apart marriage and you're going to be blessed with a queen Okay, she's going to be beautiful inside and out, and she is going to be that Proverbs 31 woman. And listen, fellas, when you meet this woman, you're going to know almost immediately. It could just be by just by looking at her. It could be the sound of her voice. It could be something she said. It could be the converse, the very first conversation the two of you had. It could be any little thing that the Ruach, the Holy Spirit, will minister to your spirit and to your heart that this is your woman. This is your wife. This is your rib. This is bone of your bone, flesh of your flesh, okay? She's a part of you. She was created for the purpose of when she comes together with you, with helping you, okay, and being there for you. And she is going to show or reflect a lot of these characteristics outlined in Proverbs 31. That's why I say a Proverbs 31 woman or a Proverbs 31 wife, this is what Yahuwah has for you. 
Praise Abba, praise Abba, right? What a beautiful gift to have. Don't mess it up. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. Don't, don't mess it up, man. <laughs> don't mess it up. You know, don't let fear get in the way. Don't let confusion, don't let man or Babylon or anything come in between you and your queen. Okay? Please don't, don't do that. I've seen it happen too many times. You know, please don't miss out on your blessing, this beautiful gift that Yahuwah wants to bless you with. Okay, your queen. She is your queen because you're a king. Men, you're kings, right? You're sons of the Most High. You're his sons, right? So therefore, you're a king. And start thinking of yourself as that way. You are a king. And Yahuwah is going to give you a queen, okay? Nothing less. He's going to give you a queen, all right? So that is the word for you men. Now I'm going to go ahead and do the episode for women. I pray that this word blesses you. It's really just a sweet reminder, really sweet word from Abba, you know, of the blessings that he gives um, when it comes to these these unions, these marriages that are, that are uh, brought together and put together by him. You know, it really is just uh, a really high calling and a really beautiful gift to, to obtain. So... Be in prayer, brothers. Be in prayer. You know, work on yourselves. Work on your relationship with Yahuwah. You know, start preparing. Start walking like a king. Hold your head up high. Start walking like a king. Be obedient to the Torah. Be obedient to what Yahuwah is leading you to do. So that when that queen comes and you've got that queen with you, you're good to go. All right? So that is it. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk with you in my next episode. Shalom. Thank you.